Cooley Cooley or FLCL, I got to say, you're either going to love the show or you're going to hate it. But at the end of the day, there's not much like it. We're going to talk about what we liked, maybe what we didn't like, Danielle. And uh, just do what we do. to the I Married We podcast. It's your favorite anime podcast starring a married couple who tries to find time to watch the shows, but sometimes you got to, you know, pivot to a six episode show like we did today. Hey, are you new here? It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Tom. Who are you? Danielle. Danielle, my favorite girl. Um, if, you, if you're not new here, hey, welcome back. Appreciate you showing up again. Just talking about this show today, riffing a little bit. And then, uh, Yeah, I mean, kind of the way we got to this episode, there's nothing fantastical about it. Uh, Wanted to watch Cowboy Bebop the movie for this week's episode, but I'm actually kind of a little bit peeved. Uh, I've owned it for ages before I even knew Danielle over here. I knew that we had it at our townhome. But as it stands right now, no idea where that DVD went. It is pretty sad when you know you had something and then you can't find it. That is like... Do you have like a feeling in your stomach right now? Oh, absolutely. A pit. trying to replace it is looking like. <laughs> it's not that easy. Yeah, near impossible. So. Yeah. Well, it's like if I had to come up with a phrase on the spot, I'd have to say, uh, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Mm. Yeah, that one I just made up myself <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so a little sad about that. Eventually going to. Hopefully, I mean, I must have lent it to someone, but then who, who are these degenerates that I'm lending it to that don't give it back? I know, exactly. It doesn't sound likely. Ah, I don't know. Sad day. Mm-hmm. I have found out, though, over the past year when we've loaned out things, we have an accordion, accordion binder of all of our movies. That we do. We had so many DVDs. I didn't want to house all of them all, so we got like two 50 count, maybe something each slot. So I took the time, cut the covers out, put them, I know sacrilegious, cut the covers, right. <laughs> put them in spots. But there's a couple movies we just must not have had covers. We don't even know. And they're in alphabetical order. Don't know what the movie is. Don't know who has it. <laughs> right. Hardest part about the binder is trying to do alphabetical order. Because then we buy new movies. And, <laughs> and then you got to shift the entire thing. You know what? It's a mess. And any of you out here thinking, wait, you still own them? Yes. I don't know if you guys have noticed streaming services, not what they used to be. Mm. Netflix, even just cruising Netflix today, I was like, what the hell happened around here? Well, because everyone's making their own streaming service and then they pull what they may have had before on Netflix over to their streaming service. True. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you guys have been around, you've heard me say this a thousand times. Uh, Funimation's streaming app, it actually makes Crunchyroll look like a decent streaming app. We... We're trying to watch FLCL on it before it dies. Uh, couldn't couldn't get the damn thing to load, and we had that same problem. What, what was the other show? Oh, yeah. What? What? It was a oh, while ago. No, it was uh, that long ass sh- name of a show that we didn't actually end up recommending. The Dungeon Town oh. goes to a starter town. Mm-hmm. I don't care already committed to not my memory but anyways (laughs) you you try and start something on there and then it loads endlessly and so Mm -hmm. you just can't watch it and 
frankly, it's one of those things where Funimation got lucky that Crunchyroll wanted anything to do with them. Because if I saw that streaming service and then they were like, hey, can you please buy me? I'd be like, no, sit there and starve. <laughs> Funimation, <laughs> awful, awful, awful. But, you know, it's nice to see Crunchyroll is going to be, uh, you know, stepping up. Mm-hmm. A couple little bit of tidbits for you. I don't know if you uh, knew this. this is kind of old news. March 6th. A little bit, uh, a little bit behind here. Dr. Stone officially ended the manga. Oh, wow. Did it really? Yeah. So kind of cool, kind of a manga kind of guy. I went and got my oil changed uh, recently and I read, well, I went through volume one of Chainsaw Man. I'm getting the hype. I like it a lot. We've had it for a while. We just haven't finished it. Yeah. It's not crazy special. I'm not saying it's, well, not yet. Like the first issue, I can tell why people like it. I just... Yeah, I'm enjoying it. And then, of course, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the movie, comes out next Friday. And these two parents are actually going to be able to make it to the theater for it. Well, don't say next Friday, because at the time this comes out, it'll be this Friday. Oh, that's true. This Friday is what I meant. Mm -hmm. So get your, I think in select theaters, it might be showing the whole weekend. But on certain days, it might only be Japanese voice with English sub. So... You'll have to look and see at a theater near you how it's because we didn't want to watch it dubbed. No, no, no. I'm not into it. Um, But that said, I did finally. We've had also what this movie is based on, volume zero of Jujutsu Kaisen. We've had that for a while. I finally went through, read that. I get what it's about. And then I watched trailer three for the movie. And it was that first time I actually had that little bit of something in my chest where I'm watching the trailer. I'm like, geez, are they going to show the entire damn thing? Because I know <laughs> what's going to happen, but mm-hmm. pretty stoked. Um, should be a good movie. Not a crazy amount happening, which is good because then they can focus on some, hopefully some killer visuals. Does there's it actually, seem like they there's some good source material in there? Sure, yeah. There's there's a couple things that could definitely be done well. Um, I got to read that by Friday. <laughs> yeah, right. Get to it. I mean, it'll take you three seconds. That's the best part of manga. Mm-hmm. Best gotcha. part. Um, but the thing with it is, it's nice. It is actually really cool seeing how even just from the trailer, there's some one for one shots from some of the panels in here, and so it's like that's what you guys are all dealing with when you read the manga and then <laughs> do that. And reading it fresh, too, because sometimes people might have read something, you know, and then later a show might come out where they may or may not remember how things exactly went. They just kind of know the gist. Like you with Tokyo Ghoul here eventually when you decide to watch that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, now it is on Crunchyroll now, right? That's one of the, yeah, the first wave Mm -hmm. over to Crunchyroll. I think Tokyo Ghoul was definitely in that as well as Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Just do it. Take the the jump. You already know. I've just, there's something about it. Anytime I even just hear the title and like sometimes at work, I'll be like, well, I need something to listen to. I'll just put on one of these video essays. You know, the one that always starts with that guy who's too close to his microphone. What is Yu Yu Hakusho? (laughs) But the most incredible tournament arc to have ever existed it's like gee, are we talking about a cartoon or a war like that <laughs> shit gets intense quick um love video essays i truly do but um especially when it comes to like flcl though yeah everyone is saying the exact same thing so please guys don't expect much from us as far as like the depth the metaphors you can literally hear the exact same thing over and over on youtube mm. we're just gonna kind of get base level this is a show as mentioned in the intro 
Because, yes, we're actually going to talk about it right now, if you can believe it. <laughs> um, FLCL, Fooly Cooly, Fooly Cooty, whatever you want to call it. Um, six episodes stunner from back in, uh, was this 2000? And one? 2000. 2001? April 2000 to March 2021. How did, what? What? What are you eh. saying here? That's what, it, that's what it says under aired. We'll just say the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, not a problem. Um, originally saw it on Adult Swim, just like many of the other young bucks. Uh, and just kind of, it was a very impressive, just insanely, nothing, I, I had not seen anything like it, I guess is kind of the way. And to this day, still haven't. It's very experimental. Um, that can be a good thing and it could, could be a bad thing in a lot of cases, but, um, between the art style, the storytelling, the progression, and just how much they're able to pack in six episodes is something that I very much like for it. Yes, there is a lot of nostalgia happening with me. That's not lost on me. It's, it's a hard one to get into now. Mm. Now, if this came out, we were around nine, 10 years old when this came out. Um, well, and actually quick, mm. quick thing about that. Uh, no, I did. I don't know. I wasn't tuning in there. No. So it hit Adult Swim in the USA, 2003. So. Okay. So 12. About. Right about to get into high school, kind of that, you know, end of middle school, getting into high school kind of deal. So did, so you watched it at that age? Oh, actually no, it's for sure middle school. What am I talking about? Yeah, no, I watched it right when it came out. And that is another thing of why it's, I think, more effective for me versus you. Um, mm. Being a young teenage boy, this tale is a little bit more hitting home. The, the main theme here is we've got our main character who is in that stage of, he's 12 years old, Nauta wants to, you know, what is an adult to him? He thinks he's trying to make himself more mature and it just, yeah. Honestly, I think it'd be fun just in case no one's seen it. How would you, or do you want me just to read the synopsis that's written? Or would you like to try and? No, you can, you can do it. <laughs> you don't I'll butcher it. <laughs> no, I mean, in the, in the most simple of terms, it's a, you know, classic coming of age now to 12 years old. I already said that living with his father and his grandfather in this city that's super boring. There's like this big iron looking building and that's kind of, it's where this company Medical Mechanica. Not, not iron like the metal, like an, an iron you iron clothes. Yeah, it actually looks like one of those that no mm -hmm. one uses now. Uh, but Medical Mechanica is the name of that company. They make machines, yada, yada, that don't matter. Um, basically what we have is him just going about his day-to-day -day life. His brother's moved away to the USA. He's having trouble with it. His brother's ex-girlfriend is having trouble with it. And there's this kind of just Groundhog Day thing going on for him. I think he's finding that, you know, becoming an adult and he's rushing to get to that stage. And it's just not showing because he's still a young kid. His actions speak like a kid. But in his head, he's trying to be an adult. He's trying to be reserved. He's trying to kind of take on what his brother left behind, which... You know, a kid might feel that pressure in this situation. He's, that's kind of how he's going to deal with his brother leaving. All that to be said is one of the sickest names in all of anime. Um, Haruko Harahara. <laughs> but actually, Haru Hara Haruko would be mm -hmm. how you actually say it. Sorry about that. Sorry, folks. 
chick on a Vespa basically just shows up like a bat out of hell. Not only runs over our main character, but then when he's like, oh, you're okay, decides to hit him right in the forehead with a guitar. Mm -hmm. That's all I can give you if you haven't seen it. That sounds like it's something you'd like to see. Again, six episodes. You can commit to it. Just expect an absolute barrage of crazy. Uh, I think it's at this point become a little bit of a meme. Like, oh, you got to watch it. It's so crazy and it's so deep. It's like, I'd say just watch it just to have the experience of going through it. Mm. But again, you can have an experience. So, Daniel, this is your second time watching through. Get cutting right and to the And it's been a long time. Now I am a partially seasoned anime watcher. Yes. Whereas the first time I watched it, I maybe only watched Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, maybe. I don't mm. even know if I had watched Yu Yu Hakusho. I think so. Very new. Did not. I, we've probably talked about it on the show. Absolutely loathed. Thought it was stupid can't believe i wasted my dang time no kidding did you was there a lack of trust with me after this one um mm, don't answer no i don't think so because <laughs> everyone's gonna like what they like obviously you yeah. know not every show is gonna hit um re-watching it i would say i definitely got more laughs mm -hmm. i've talked about this before where i don't like comedy like it has yeah. to be a certain type of funny i'm very picky <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it has to be sensical funny. Yeah. You don't like stupid funny, which I, is what most funny is. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and you're living with me, so very surprising <laughs> that you don't like the stupid. <laughs> um, so watching it this time around, I enjoyed it a little bit more. <laughs> I appreciated, I think, the art style. A lot because it's different. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack. The, who who is the, the pillows? Band? The pillows. Spike acids. Spike acids, <laughs> and that's just it. It's like that band made this show for sure mm -hmm. because just the the songs with the imagery are just perfect. Mm -hmm. There's this particular. And it's, it's a typical anime where you'll get that same song every episode. It's not like there was a huge library of songs, but the way they were used in episodes was just phenomenal. Yeah. I very much enjoyed it. So I think those two things um, were definitely elevated mm -hmm. watching it a second time. Well, that's good. And I did laugh a little bit more. Like genuinely, I thought there were some actual funny parts. Yeah. Um, still hate the story. Uh, like I, okay. I don't hate it. I just, I was telling you when we were watching this, I get frustrated when I can't understand something. I don't have patience mm -hmm. when like, I don't know the meaning of something. Yeah. And that's all this show is. You have to, I would say loosely draw your own conclusions on kind of what you're watching. Cause I think it's going to, um, resonate with each individual, maybe a little differently. At some yeah. level. Um, but I like when things are played, like, spelled out. Sure. So that's the one thing that I still didn't enjoy. Um, don't know if I'll watch this for a third time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair. Um, but I, I liked it definitely more the second time. It's, uh, I definitely wouldn't give it an 8.3. No? And it's definitely, I don't know. That's something that still baffles me, that it's an eight. 
that it, that it breached the 7.5 mark. Here's the deal. And its popularity is in the 200s. Uh, again. All right. Now, Nostalgia Boy <laughs> is going to pop in. Hey, that's fine. I just, I, I'm stepping off my soapbox now. Absolutely. No, I, I 100% agree with you. A lot of viewers don't want, you're going to want what you want out of a show. It's like with um, Demon Slayer. I love that show, right? You love that show. Mm-hmm. But season two, I have that thing where it makes me a little bit of an outlier when I say that didn't enjoy it as much. Certain things are kind of getting to me and getting old. That's just me being crotchety. That's fine. Still very much like it. Anywho, that's besides the point. And then you have shows like Yu Yu Hawk show that basically if it's not a 10 to you, then I don't really trust <laughs> you. Um, but no, I mean, the point of this show, and that is kind of, it sounds like a, an artsy kind of thing to say, but it's like the fact that you don't understand is the point. Um, and that, I mean, even I the creator I think I resonated, said that. that resonated with me more this time around, like yeah. that I, that it's not meant for you to completely understand. Mm-hmm. Well, this is where I know you said you wouldn't watch it again, but the rewatches, like when I was young and in 2003, when it came out, it's like, I watched it over and over. This was one of these things and quick thing quickly because I've said it a thousand times, Suncoast, the store at the mall. That was like, cause I remember over and over watching this as a, on adult swim when I was supposed to be in bed, but Thank you, mom and dad, for letting me have a TV in my room. Um, watched it over and over and over. And I just felt like it was a show that spanned way, mo- way more of my life. But then when I was at that store, I'm asking the dude, all right, cool. I see that you got, you know, one of the FLCL discs. It's got uh, six episodes on it. Where's the other ones? He's like, that's it. That's the show. Anywho, so short, but in it is just such a, it's so dense. It's insane. And not in like the, the episodes feel packed for yeah, only 24. Well, the last one is 40 something minutes. Mm-hmm. They but, don't, they don't feel like 23 minute episodes mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, and maybe that's what it was that made me feel like there was more to it, but you can rewatchability is huge for me on this one because you can catch more stuff, pick up on certain things. And granted, I'm not going through puberty anymore. Well, I have a couple voice cracks here and there, but, uh, <laughs> It's something that at that time, as I would rewatch it, different things were going on. I mean, you've got these little things like the episode with the annoying girl from his school, right? Mm. Her parents potentially almost getting a divorce and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, certain things will happen. And so it's like that episode just hit different at different points for me. Then you have just, it's an oddly lewd show that's not lewd mm-hmm. yeah. uh, because teenage boy you know exactly what they say about a teenage boy's mind and all that stuff so with this whole show being experimental being a big metaphor for growing up one of course the show shouldn't know what the hell's going on because you don't know when you're 12 you're going between wanting to be mature but also being super immature and you're just doing all these things Everything you see can potentially look sexual. So there's some things where like his dad's feeding her an egg. That made me so uncomfortable. It's to this day still <laughs> makes me uncomfortable, but it gives you that weird. That whole episode. But it, that weird feeling is perfect because that's what Nauta is feeling. He's feeling this weird anger, jealousy, and this stuff towards his dad. And I think just like, um, I think when anyone's kind of being intimate, you kind of want to 
like it just makes it gives you that feeling and, and sure yeah. mm-hmm. and then you know she ends up in his, the dad's room at one point and now to thinks that they're doing stuff at the end of the day um which leads into later so oh yeah by the way spoilers here on out <laughs> it's six episodes though so it's like yeah mm-hmm. anyways um essentially that night she was trying to see if she could get a portal or an no which is what they call the um the mental like the power to call an object mentally through something even light years away that's basically how these robots are coming out of Nauta's head but they're just called no portals hmm. she was trying to get an no portal out of her the dad's head oh it didn't work out she ends up putting him in a closet well the guy like a dang uh pickle in the in a midsummer day shrivels up and gets dehydrated she's like shit i gotta create a robot to at least hold over for now and that's why there's a robot version of the dad who then is awkwardly massaging her and that was another unsettling thing there were so many weird unsettling things in the show um why did she have to put him in the closet why does anything happen in this show? You know what I, I was mean? so scared. I was like, wait, is he dead? He looked petrified. <laughs> like such a weird out of nowhere vibe. The show is all over the place. And yeah. that is where, uh, you know, it's been said. <laughs> you can love this one. You can hate this one. You can say I'll never watch it. This is a hugely influential show. Back in 03. And here's the thing. I want you to imagine that. We just watched this 2022, 21, <laughs> two? 22, baby. What year am I living in? 22. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Happy <Help>. New Year. <laughs> I just lost a year of my life. Uh, I'm tired. Anyway, I've been very tired today. Yeah, you have. And you even took a nap. I think two. Yeah, you did. You one nap with you, and then the second one, I just zonked out on the couch. <laughs> Anywho, you guys don't give two hoots on that one. Uh, even in the year 2022, that show holds up. Beautiful. The 3D shot going around. It's a timeless anime. It mm. looks good. Things were done well to the point where, okay, that, that, that's nice. It's crisp, and it's just, yeah. Good use of so much creative shots. There's a point in where they're in um, the house or the shop, rather. And Nauta is like talking about Conti and where the camera is pointed at Conti's screen. And then you're seeing the reflection of Nauta, the dad, mm. um, Haruhara. And like, it's just such a unique camera angle. You're like, that's nice. And then he's pointing at the screen. It's just cool. They did so much stuff that was out of the box and just has this jarring. There is not one point in this show that there's not at least some energy going on. Super snappy animation, very wacky in that regard. But it's for me with the nostalgia plus kind of just how much it means to me and how the people that were involved. I mean, we're talking about some heavy hitters that worked on Evangelion. Even the director of Evangelion, if I'm not mistaken, voicing the cat in this out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It is a, it's just a joy for me to watch. I know it's not going to be for everyone, clearly. I don't think that there's many fives, sixes on this one. I think it's either like a eight, nine, or ten, or a two, three, four. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think you can be in the middle of the road 
if you're going to rate this out of 10, for <laughs> sure. I mean, even just looking through Mal, 10, 2, uh, 3. Oh, well, there's a 6. Um, oh, okay. We found one. Never mind. <laughs> probably not that many, though. <clears throat> I, I think you're right. You're going to love it or you're going to hate it. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't. And that's just it. It's like it's a show that wasn't supposed to be. I mean, being six episodes, what do you expect from a show? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was to pattern a style. It's been said a million times, but it was it was more sort of mock a style of a Japanese TV commercial or promotional video. Like it wasn't this huge narrative. It was kind of a small, dense, just a short, densely packed little nugget. Um, you know, a bunch of criticism about it. Just oh, well, you can't comprehend what's going on. What's that about? Again, one, it aids to the plot and kind of what our main character's feeling. Some people don't like that. That's fine. But at the same time is then you've got the director who anytime that criticism comes up, I think they were like, comprehension, it's not a factor in FLCL, which makes sense. Yeah, I mean, when art is created, you don't know what its point was a lot of things Mm, mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah you can take this and put it up against like a shonen and be like well yeah flcl's dog shit and i mean to a shonen sure it might be it kind of is but i yeah i'm I'm beyond obsessed with that there's something that like even though this watch through there is something missing for me now i don't get nearly as much enjoyment Mm. It's still something that I hold so near and dear, and some of the visuals are just so key in my head that it's not going anywhere. This is always going to be a um, very special spot in my old chest here. Oh, Yeah. Now, is this one of the first, the few first animes you would have watched if you were that young? Like, what was, is Dragon Ball the first one that you? <sighs> yeah, it was kind of that Oh, rot. no. Diver, weren't you really young when your mom got that? Yeah, you? probably too young for that ultraviolet <laughs> one. But no, you know, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Giver, um, the 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 tsunami lineup. So that would have been, you know, Full Metal Alchemist, Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm trying to think there. So I mean, like OGs. Yeah, kind of just the OG OG stuff. Stupid anime like. Technically not stupid, but like Digimon. Sailor Moon. Uh, Sailor Moon. Would, Although you probably didn't tune in though. I didn't really tune into it, but I wasn't going to change the channel if the intro song was on. Oh, you can't. <laughs> yeah, now I know. And now you need to go listen to it after the, after the podcast. You stick around, you. I loved how in Dress Up Darling, the last, um, whoever this fictional show is that they're cosplaying as <laughs> they played a you know because gojo and uh kitagawa mm-hmm. are watching it and when she transforms it's basically just a rip i love all of the shows that oh, rip the like transformation um yeah. of the sailor girls <laughs> the show within the show it's kind of it's a pretty good loophole because mm-hmm. you're like no, no no we're not that was a show in the show yeah. that has nothing to do with uh <laughs> that uh this is also a thing for anyone in the know. You guys probably maybe have even seen it or whatever. There was actually randomly in uh, was it 2018, they decided to do two new seasons, I believe. 
Anyways, it was like Adult Swim and Production IG ended up getting together. They did FLCL Progressive and FLCL Alternative. I'm not going to check them out. I've seen enough to know I'm not going to check it out. When, When I see the characters that I already know as they are, I don't need... Yeah, I just, I just don't need it. That's what it is. Hmm. And I got to be a little bit more selective living in this age of just content on content on content. It's like, yeah. I already hate the word content due to it. But So I can see on Mal mm-hmm. that you rated this as an eight. I did. So you are, um, I am you're one aiding of and abetting to the score. <laughs> yes, I am certainly helping keep it above that eight. Uh the thing is, though, to be having an eight, did you see how many votes? 377,000 users voted on this. That's it? What do you mean that's it? That's like, I, seem, I think that's kind of low. All right. I don't know what to tell for, you. For how many people I would think use Mal? Oh, well. Do a lot of people? I don't know. I don't know either. What does the members mean? Does that mean a member of FLCL? That's not a... That's not a... Mal member, right? Because you'll see next to popularity, there's a member. 714,000. Maybe people who are watching it or have it on hold or have like have interacted um, with it again. Mm. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a, okay. I'm an old hmm. man. Uh, yeah. Anywho. Yeah. If you had to pick though. So the confusion is what you hate the most, mm-hmm. right? What was your favorite thing as someone who's just okay with the show? Hmm. <laughs> Nothing. Um. No. I'm, no. I'm just. I want to give a good answer. Sure. Um. I mean, I enjoy watching his development. Mm-hmm. Um. The dad absolutely bugged the shit out of me. Um. Yeah, the dad's something that could. It aided in the story, but yeah, I hate him so much. But while I didn't like his relationship with Haruko, because I think that. Gives me the heebies, sure. you know, because she just, what did, she said she was, they were, she's 20-ish. Just weird. I liked his relationship with Mamimi. Yeah. Did you? Not like, 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 but the feelings that you get, like he wanting to take care of her in some capacity with her, his brother being gone. Sure. So, you know, creepy on one side with the old chick, but then... You know, I mean, odd because I, I hate her so much. Oh, She's just yeah? a user. She it. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, she is this. The brother's gone. I'm gonna um, just yeah. yeah, cause then I'm thinking that first episode, and she's like clinging all over him mm-hmm. and giving him a hickey and stuff, and it's like, well, mm. she. I think he's he's there just as her kind of frustration outlet like just to be there to kind of keep getting that sense of Nauta's brother and things like that they're kind of both using each other but he at least isn't using it in such a way because he feels now that his brother's gone he needs to take on and and deal with things and take over what his brother is leaving behind makes sense I mean he's even got as you can see from the top bunk no one's allowed up there that's his well his brother's gone Yet he's still doing it. So it's kind of this, he's not willing to come to terms that his brother's gone just yet. And that's kind of a big thing with him and why he's trying to grow up fast, as we'd kind of mentioned. And Mamimi, 
again, I get it. If, if it's super fresh, I get why she's kind of doing that. But at the same time, it's like the poor boy is just let him live his life. You're just bothering him. I'll I'll do a better thing that I like because that was kind of No, you can like that too, but I'm, I'm just saying my... I did think that the robot fights mm-hmm. were pretty good. And it was, inter- I mean, I think that's what I thought was also comical was when the robot is coming out of his forehead oh, yeah. at the different stages. And then, you know, finally just, you know, kind of <laughs> <laughs> he falls off. Or I think the, the first time he actually gets absorbed by the robot and it turns red, mm-hmm. it, he literally shits him out. <laughs> yeah, just spiral dumps him out. Uh, yeah, big thing is this this thing that, Haruko is going for, you know, Adam-esque, the space pirate's power, another thing that at this point, if you're sticking around, he's a big space pirate, lots of power, yada, yada. But like that desire and that's, that's what sucks. And that was one thing that hit me. I remember that vividly being super young and it was at that age, you know, middle school. Yeah. End of middle school where it's like, you can like someone all you want, but they won't they don't necessarily like you back. And I think I had recently realized that like, Oh, I can't ask this person out or something. And then that last episode hits where he puts it all out there. He's got this power of this thing. And then he just stops. He says, I love you and kisses her. And she's like, you're just a kid. I'm, I'm leaving. And I was like, so heartbroken for him or whatever. So yeah, the show just hits on so many levels when you're a middle school. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My favorite thing I got to say is just, I, yeah, I guess just that relatability for me. Not necessarily. To, I mean, I don't have any robots or nothing, nothing like that. I mean, <laughs> but like, uh, just no, I think there's a little bit more that I could pick up from the show from you, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a, it's a ride. It's a wild ride. As you said, soundtrack is killer. Conti is one of the coolest robots I've ever seen. I like his little TV head. Uh, and then when the atomisk power happens and he turns red, as you said, things mm. just get gnarly. He turns into almost a trigun cannon. Mm. You oh, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Visual spectacle. There's no doubt about that. And well, and you like Mob Psycho so much. Do you like when Nauta goes like all red and he's got the two guitars and girl, he's got the glowing eyes? Very that's Mob a, Psycho. You know me too well. Yeah. <laughs> no, when we were watching it, that's all I was thinking. I was like, no wonder I like Mob so much because <laughs> I remember this and just how this gave me the goosebumps. When he's holding the two guitars and he's just standing there red, his Band-Aid peels off or whatever, that ending sequence was something else. Mm-hmm. The big hand, our poor big kelp eyebrowed son of a gun <laughs> gets crushed. A uh, lot of confusing things for sure. Uh, but nevertheless, you can hopefully find something out of it. Did you take any lessons from it? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either anymore. So I get you. But yeah, maybe. I think I, I think I just got an overall like I need to be more open minded watching. I think because obviously the first time I watched it, I kind of was very closed minded, and this time I tried to come at it with an open mind. Sure, and that's great. I appreciate you doing that because mm-hmm. we didn't have to rewatch it, but you wanted to. And I know. I've been telling you for years. Yeah. For years. <laughs> I think it was worth it. Mm-hmm. The Cat Ears episode was great. Very yeah. cute. <laughs> that was probably my favorite episode because then you have the 
president, Nina Mori, mm-hmm. kind of getting her own little robot situation, which was funny. I liked when, <laughs> when the, her panties or like her little, um, they were in PE, right? So her PE pants and her underwear both come off and you don't see her, obviously, but Conti is holding <sighs> and he's like trying to get them back on her legs as they're yeah. coming in and out of frame. Yeah, the robot's using her as a weapon to like jab at him, <laughs> unfortunately grabs him off and then is stretching him to get him on. Yeah, it's the little subtleties like that that were just great. Mm-hmm. The robot uh, design, not only on Conti, but the enemies was pretty badass. You can mm-hmm. definitely tell there was some experience from. Evangelion experience from uh, Gurren Lagan kind of situated. And I think once you've gotten to a point, and I mean, some of the people that were involved with this, when you get to a point in your career where it's like, Evangelion, even to this day, is still a pinnacle anime. A lot of people, I think more of the younger folk probably aren't watching it nearly as much. Now you've got like Darling and the Franks and things like that. But Evangelion is still such just a, absolute alpha in the zone of anime that it's nice to see them taking a show like FLC and be like, well, let's kind of just mess around here more. So what does, what does this idea come across as visually with no regard to a coherent thought? Mm. Like there, there's stuff happening in this show that didn't even have to be like associated with something else going on. And you're like, but of course, <laughs> and that's why they get away with certain things in this. Then you have, and we had kind of a weird moment with Princess Connect because a big thing, and I love that show right now. Mm-hmm. It, I'm loving it. And I love the game, of course. Uh, the thing with it, though, is there's when you set certain rules, and that is a fantasy world, and there's different things like that. But they did a weird thing this previous episode, no spoilers. Randomly, they're in this weird space base alternate dimension thing bubble doing a fight with all these shadows and stuff and i'm like kind of really out there from what we've seen thus far Mm -hmm. that was it whereas like this everything is out there Mm -hmm. they could have had literally i mean the amount of phallic imagery in this bad boy too (laughs) (laughs) holy mother of mercy when he i think it's the thing the third thing that comes out of his head where it's like and that was a really cool visual where the when back of the his gun. head is like the, um, Turk or the, um, yeah. What is that called? Anywho. Like on a revolver, the, yeah, the thing knockback you pull back. thingy. <laughs> what the hell is that called? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, yeah. Where like, and then finally it ends up hitting and then the thing comes out of his forehead right through Mamimi's legs. Mm-hmm. Mamimi. Yeah. So many, the names, I love them. And then you get a little panty shot. Her skirt kind of flies up. But of course. Your butt. Yeah, absolutely. You need it. The mm-hmm. amount of different hats that Naruto, uh, Naruto, Naruto is wearing uh, the styles in this. I mean, the kids, he's got some drip. I mean, he's wearing some cool stuff. But I got to say the weirdest thing from this show, and I still hold to this. Haruko, Mamimi, all of them. They're not waifu from this show. Waifu mm. is uh, Kitsuru Bami. I was going to, I'm glad that you brought this up because I was going to bring it up next. Yes. She's literally just a young woman who's in the staff of the Interstellar Immigration Bureau. 
there are so many weird things. So they're kind of this agency that is watching the whole situation and kind of it ends up being a them versus medical mechanica versus Haruko. And then you've got our poor main character in the middle of all of this. It's just kind of crazy. What were you going to bring up about her? No, I was going to ask if she was still kind of your waifu from the show. Cause you mentioned when you were younger, she was waifu. And I was going to ask rewatching it this time around with me, if you still felt the same. She is. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that huge sniper rifle when she's trying to kill Conti in the field. So many, uh, that's the thing. <laughs> you talk about this show to anyone and you sound psychotic. <laughs> but that's what, I mean, that's, that's a, a main reason to love it. Or hate it. Just yeah. trying to play Switzerland here. I'm hoping, <laughs> if you guys uh, enjoy this show, please let us know on the Discord. Where can you find the Discord? Well, that's on the link tree on our Instagram. I'm married to Weeb Pod on Instagram. We'll post stuff occasionally, and I'm using that word occasionally to the <laughs> most absolute utmost edges of what that even means. <laughs> Sometimes we do, but also we use that as kind of, no one ever does it, you bastards, but <laughs> basically we'll post what, like when the episode is released, we'll post a post on there. And then like, if you, anything from that episode, you can comment on there. You don't got to, who cares? Social media is a lie and the world's ending anyway. So, uh, that being said, yeah, I mean, hit us up on there. Had a pretty good conversation on our discord regarding uh, fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh yeah. I don't blame you. Listen, I get it. It's not for everyone, but it's funny to see another person who's like, (laughs) they're like, uh, (laughs) <laughs> they basically said, I can take I can the t- Star Wars disses, the sports. And oh, well, the Marvel. Oh, Marvel. We're yeah. always dissing on Marvel. Well, basic. Sons of bitches over there. Nah, it's just, listen. It's rinse, wash, repeat. If you start with the best one, it's hard to keep liking them. Iron Man one, baby. I was actually watching an old Joe Rogan with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And Joe was kind of talking to him how does it feel maybe maybe this is what he was saying kind of how does it feel to be the only iron man and robert Downey jr's like well you know <laughs> there's no reason for them to like make a different iron man with not me in it you know yeah why did they um why did they get toby Maguire? did they just finish that Spider-Man, and then they... the licensing's been all over the place i think mm, i mean oh. sony owned it if I'm not mistaken, Marvel like just recently was able to start making Spider-Man again. That's why like this Tom Holland stuff happened. I think I'm probably absolutely wrong, but <laughs> no, the rights was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you get into big companies. Well, look at Hulk, too. Although. I think um, Mark Ruffalo, he might be my favorite Hulk I for some it. reason. Yeah, I like him as Hulk. I mm-hmm. think it works. Or uh, wasn't wasn't uh, Norton? Wasn't he a Hulk as well? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I think there's been three, so maybe. I can't remember who the first guy was. Uh, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> what? The original Hulk? <laughs> no. No, I'm saying like within our generation of making Hulk movies, mm. we were maybe in like... Edward Norton know. was one for sure, so that's okay. good. Then we've got... Uh, and I do love my Edward Norton, but I did not like his Hulk. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. 
But I, I guess Captain America, there's only been one. And then, um, what's his name? Plays Thor. Godlike. That body. Shouldn't you know? I shouldn't know. He's not a heartthrob to me. Yeah, what's his name? Hemsworth? Yes, thank you, Christian Hemsworth. Just kidding. I have a poster of him on my <laughs> wall. I'm, a, I'm obsessed with Chris Hemsworth and... Oh, yeah, why I say Christian? I mean, his full name might be Christian. Why I say Oh, that? do you know him or something? <laughs> I would say that I'll fight him, but he'll kill me. <laughs> uh, his brother was in Hunger Games? Yes. Something like that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that don't matter. Married to Miley Cyrus. Isn't that something? That's crazy. A wild. Hollywood. <laughs> Sponsored drama even off camera. Yeah. Character design gets a good solid uh, uh, points for me on FLCL. Ringing it back. <laughs> uh, soundtrack solid. That's again, that's why I end up at an eight. Yeah. That's all I got to say about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's an experience, not a, not a something. And this is <laughs> one of those, uh, it's one of those shows too, where I don't know, it gets you thinking. It gets you thinking about, it's like, why do I like what I like? Because this, I mean, this is a, this is craziness. But I think there's different levels of why do you like what you like? Because you, you like this for nostalgia, among other things. Yeah. But there's other shows that we like, I mean, just because they're good, honestly. Because um, why do you like Princess Connect? It can't just be because you're playing the game, the gotcha game. Uh, it's I'm playing the game. I love the characters. This, especially season two, the animation's off the charts. So sometimes animation might be a reason why you want to watch it. Sure. I mean, or that's, like it, I, I mean, guess. yeah, look at the entirety of Demon Slayer. Everyone True. agrees the story's not that. What, what, what Demon Slayer is and what the big respect for me is, is one, it's beautiful. Two, well, I don't always agree with the pacing. It knows when to, because the show gets you to that limit where like, this thing's stringing me along and mm-hmm. then it hits you with what it needs to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Open for a very much more involved season three. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm just so stoked on Jujutsu Zero that I can't even think. Is that what our next episode is maybe going to be? Oh, certainly. We always record last minute <laughs> a few hours before it comes out. So, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. If you could be friends with one character from FLCL, who would you be friends with and why? Takoon the cat. <laughs> He's cute. Cat Takoon? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I said Takoon the cat. I know. I, I didn't know if you were saying Takoon and the cat or oh, Takoon the cat. Yeah. I Takoon mean, his ears are nice for sure. No, I'm not. No, being serious though. Um, <laughs> Eyebrows guy, maybe? Eyebrows guy's pretty cool. He's a good, he's a good guy. <laughs> Amarau. I don't know. Eyebrows guy. <laughs> Eyebrows guy. Yeah, that's all you got to say, honestly. Yeah. He was also, I mean, mad respect to him. The show did him dirty. He was the one who got, uh, as far as dick jokes go, they made fun that oh, he's yeah. got a small one. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good. Pretty funny. But that just means that. His, his peepee was so small. His guitar was a um, was slingshot. A slingshot, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, uh, 
the manga panel thing, I love how aware they were too. Mm-hmm. Cause the second time they did it, like, I didn't even think we'd do it a second time. Blah, 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 blah. Admittedly, the first time they did it, it was a little too long. It was a little long. For it was sure. a little overdrawn. Literally. <laughs> yeah, it, it was something. I think it was, it was cool for me. I think it's very nice to see just a different way of showing something. Of course. I also liked weird uses of repetition. One, to save down on production costs, I'm sure, but also they add to a weird, unnerving feeling. When when the, oh, I always forget her freaking name, the, the blue-haired, or not blue-haired, sorry, purple-haired chick, uh, Nina Mori, mm. when she's having dinner over there because oh, mm. uh, Haruko, who at this point is their live-in maid, decided to give uh, Nauta and Eri uh, first kiss of sorts by hitting hitting Nauta and then him careening into Nina Mori and uh, causing her to go full robot mode. But anyways, at dinner, they kept reusing the same same animation and the same answer to these questions. Eh, it's not really a big deal. Eh, it's not really a big deal. And you get into this weird loop that you're like, wow, crap. <laughs> if I watched FLCL high... I don't even want to know the repercussions. If anyone has done that, I can't imagine that. It, I think it would freak me the shit out. <laughs> yeah. Having a robot come out of your, well, first a horn. Well, no, I mean, watching just, I don't know if, if you were under the influence, this show would make even less sense. It'd be even more jarring. It would just be, I don't know. All I know is ride on shooting star by the pillows. That end credit. I, it, and this is where, and you were saying, oh, I wish I had memories like that, but so vividly, I'm tired as all get out. I got school in a couple hours. I'm up past when I'm supposed to. I shouldn't be watching TV. <laughs> Didn't do my fucking homework. <laughs> what is going on? And I just said, you know, you'd sit there and it's one in the morning, two in the morning. And then that song comes on and I'm just staring at the TV. <laughs> Loved that song so much. <laughs> Loved the show so much. It's a shame because I know not everyone's going to, it's not a shame, but it is a shame. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> when you love something and someone else doesn't enjoy it the same. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like in Bruges. Oh, oh not that. Oh, here we go. Love that freaking movie. That's the thing. I, d- I did give that a second go I, and I, I did know. enjoy it a lot more. I'm not more saying than the second watch. I'm not saying it for that reason. I'm just saying, okay. And it's by got the my way, boy in it. Mm. I want <laughs> who? Colin Farrell. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things. By the way, granted, if first off, none of you guys are sticking around at this point. If you have, <laughs> thank you. Second <laughs> off, this is one of those things with with our podcast. If we ever judge something you like, please do not take it serious. Oh do yeah, like what you like, and then call it a day. But I what I will say is that anime needs to stop doing. And we saw this with Dress Up, Darling. This, and granted, you know, if you're watching it as a teenager, it's a lot less bad. But like anime has become more of a, I mean, our generation's watching it a bunch. So I wish some of the shows from Japan would acknowledge that and maybe write more aged appropriate. Aged up characters. The fact that you're getting a panty shot of a middle schooler in Dress Up Darling, not fun. Mm. I don't, it's not a good feeling. None of it works. And especially when, and eventually you guys will have this or maybe you'll just have a bunch of boys. But if you have a daughter too, it's just like, she's not even to that age yet, but it's still, it's like a, 
dude, come on. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's. It just makes you feel icky. Yeah, there. Eh, it's not good, but the show's still very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last, well, the latest episode we just watched. Very sweet. I'm even less in it for her. I'm more in it for him. Oh. I just love seeing him succeed. Gojo, he's, he's such a nice kid and he deserves the world, even though he's a fictional drawn character that isn't real. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I mean, I do like both of them together. It's very cute. Kitagawa, the fact that she is as smitten as she is, is so cute. I mean, that's how I was with you. Horseshit. You would like me that much? Yeah. Oh, thanks. I like to do or something like that. I love you. Oh, man. <laughs> and with that, seven cars careened off the freaking road. <laughs> yeah, the love thing in that show is getting overused. It's a little, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's her character, but love. Yeah. Who says love? Middle schoolers. They're not in middle school, though. Right? No, they're high school. No, they're high school. Mm-hmm. Eh, anyhow. Love. Although that's her kind of personality, as you said. Yeah. The nails, though. I can't get past her nails. I'm not into, I'm not into the long acrylics. Yeah. When she showed up tan, though, that was pretty, that was pretty dope. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even that, like, you you know what they're doing for sure. They had that pan shot up when she was in the bathroom in the pan, and she's just fucking butt naked. (sighs) Ah. Don't get wrong, we like Kitagawa, but very unnecessary. We need to watch more of that Salaryman Club so I can get some, you know, eye candy. Yeah, you do like that. We need, um, what's the, uh, was it volleyball? The boys volleyball one everyone liked? Haiku? Haiku or something like that, yeah. And then you also need to get on uh, Tokyo Revengers at some point. I mean, when I actually looked at that thumbnail for that show... A lot of bad looking boys on there. I mean, we'll I'm in. Out. We'll find out. They're all seven. <laughs> <laughs> the, the typical anime shit where you're like, damn, I like that character. Hi, I'm in school. I just did my homework. And you're like, oh, it's fuck. <laughs> Why? Why is she eight foot tall with triple D's? What is happening? Oh, uh, anime don't change, but please change. Please. Just a little. Just a little bit. You don't got to change fully. <laughs> what else? We got anything to add before we go? No. I'm I'm excited for us to finish this recording. Watch the new Attack on Titan. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> where you're at? Yeah. So Twenty minutes in, you're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for making it to this point. All three of you. Um, can't thank you enough for the continued support. Just trying our best here. It's not easy. It's, it's never easy. Uh, well, it's easy as far as life goes. I mean, just talking into a microphone is pretty fine, but oh, oh yeah. my gosh, even trying to watch stuff. That's why we're scraping at the bottom of the barrel here. There's a guppy just flapping, just flapping in the wind. We're like, get over here. <laughs> and that was FLCL. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, expect next week Jujutsu Zero. So please go out and see it. And if you don't, still listen to the podcast because... Just do it. Oh, and if you can, rate the podcast. Yeah, that's right. Even though you guys are the good ones who've made it here, we're going to use you to rate us. Just kidding. Hey, have a lovely rest of the week. Let your let your dreams come true. You're such a nice person, and I hope th- good things happen to you. <laughs>
computer's going nuts. Sorry. Right <laughs> Plugged in my hard drive. You're all good. All right. Massive fan of you. Hope to the high heavens that you're at least somewhat a fan of us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. By God, watch FLCL and let us know what you think. Other than that, Danielle, go ahead and send them out with a nice solid goodbye over there. Bye, guys.